All right, welcome in. Episode 89 of the Hot Grits Podcast. I'm Travis Chadon. With me, as always today, Spencer Maddox. We're going to get going on episode 89. The Braves are in the World Series. Georgia, Florida, Georgia Southern, Georgia State this week. The Falcons are 3-3 three and three, somehow. A lot to get to on episode 89. But first, I'm going to tell you guys about Coach's Corner in Thunderbolt. The number one sports bar in Savannah. Coach's Corner at 3016 East Victory Drive. John Henderson and those guys got a good thing going over there. Cold beers, hot wings, 1.97 billion televisions, and a big, big-ass TP up front at 3016 East Victory Drive. Go by and see them. Braves are in the World Series this week. They're at home this weekend. The TP will be there all week. They're helping raise money for Help Save One of Our Own Charity. Tell them the Hot Grits Podcast sent you, and they'll hook it up for you. Be kind, be courteous at the TP and give some money to a great, great charity. John Henderson and those guys have raised a bunch of money. Check out Rubbin' and Grubbin' with Brandon Bain, the NASCAR show, as well as Who is on First Base Baseball podcast with Carl DeMasi and Kyle Lawson. 912-352-2933 if you want to call ahead. Coach's Corner, I highly recommend the wings and cold beers. Tell them we sent you and they will hook it up. All right, let's get it for an 89th time. The Hot Grits Podcast. Ain't nobody gonna this I mean, I've always kind of believed in aliens. I don't know if I believe in flying saucers. Ain't nobody gonna rip like you might as well just walk up to Cupid while he's on his lunch break, you know, crank his ear or something. Yeah. Right baby, right? We'll see that. We're almost uh, three minutes into our sports podcast and yet to bring up not one sport. <laughs> okay, we have done it, Spencer. We have gotten the Atlanta Braves to the World Series. Everybody doubted us. Everybody said it couldn't be done. Everybody doubted us but us. We were in the trenches every day. Yes. We had the uh, what? What is it? What the acronyms going? We had the acronyms going yes. early. We were all over Dansby. We were all over Ozzy. Uh, we spoke young handsome Babe Ruth yes. into existence. <laughs> he belongs as the MVP, and now we have young handsome Babe Ruth World Series MVP. The acronym. Spell it out for us. And Eddie Rosario. And Eddie Rosario. We got him to Atlanta by forcing Pablo Sandoval out yeah. of our city. Yeah. We said, get out of here, Panda. Get we don't want you anymore. Go on now. Go get. Go get. Get out of here. That's we what didn't we want did. the hugs, dude. We didn't want the good feelings. We wanted grit. We wanted grind. Responsibility. And that's, that's exactly what we got in this team in the end. You know what I mean? They, 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 they got a little bit of the cute stuff going on with the pearls, but it, it, it feels different, right? Just enough. Just it feels enough. different. A, not, a little dabble, do you? Yeah, it's not soft like the hugs, dude. The hugs is not, eh, get it out of here. No World Series team ever in the history of baseball has arrived at the World Series the way that this Braves team have. And that's not an exaggeration. They went 111 games before eclipsing the 500 mark. Which is nuts. No team has gone more games and reached the World Series before reaching 500 than the Atlanta Braves have. They're only the fourth team ever to be under 500 at the All-Star break and make the World Series. They only won 88 games. Okay, they didn't even clinch the division until a couple days left in the season. But this team has been radically different yep. since the acquisitions at the, since trade, the deadline. trade deadline. And yep. Alex Anthopoulos is unquestionably the executive of the year. Yeah, he's got to be. 100%. Did, um, I don't know why I'm just thinking of this. Did Big Travis time. Schlink win that no, award he last year? No, he should have. They, I mean, possibly the two like top five GMs of all of professional sport reside in Atlanta at this point. I mean, if you go just 
off this past year. Hard to imagine that anybody would be considered above Anthopolis this year for what they've done. And for look, for bringing Eddie Rosario on board, he would he's probably would have won it with just that alone. Yeah. But Peterson, getting him from uh, getting him right after Acuna's injury, right? Essentially answering that bell, Solaire. Which hasn't time. made as big of a difference in the playoffs, but... But he will, I yeah. think, in the World Series. And I we'll think talk so about that coming up. Now that the DH is in play, because, again, the two leagues play by different right. rules, that'll be on full display yep. when the Braves play... And you get Astros. four games, potentially, of DH, which is Yeah, huge. if it goes seven. So, uh, Astros favored, minus 145 in the betting department. Braves plus 120. Um, the Braves come in having lost eight straight World Series games. Oof. Eight it's been a while. 99 was yeah. the last time that they were in the World Series. Of course, they were swept um, in quick-like fashion Yeah, by the Yankees. They've also— One of the first World Series I remember, honestly. Yeah, I mean, in 96, like, over time, you just start learning more and more about it. The Braves up 2 nothing in that 96 World Series, headed back home for three games against the Yankees. They lost four straight uh, to lose the series 4-2 to at 96. And what was probably the best Braves team of that entire era— was 96, and little did we know that was the start of what the Yankees would become throughout the rest of the 90s and early 2000s. But now the Braves have... Look, they got their hands full with the Astros, but they're America's team, I would think. Most of America will be rooting for the Atlanta Braves come Tuesday night. I think so, too. I've seen a lot of Braves hate in general. Maybe maybe it's just Twitter, uh, like the, the woke crowd, you know what I mean? And go ahead and prepare yourself for that discourse, especially if the Braves win. You know what I mean? Braves Twitter is ready. I think Braves social media is ready. We're built for this. Well, then, yeah, the, all the Native American stuff is going to be a talking point in national media oh, for I sure. Oh, I didn't think about that. You didn't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been prepared oh, for it. Oh, that'll be fun. I, well, I've been making my arguments because I'm I'm now convinced that they don't that they should not change the name. I, I was at one point like, uh, maybe change the name. I'm now like firmly on the on the side of don't change the name, and I have like solid arguments to back it up. We'll save that for another pod. But I'm I'm pretty convinced that they don't need to. Maybe I'm in the wrong. Maybe you cancel me. But that's you know an what interesting I mean? point, though. I never I didn't think about it. that. Is coming down the pipe. Oh, it's gonna happen. Yeah. A national columnist has that queued up. For probably sure. already written. Oh, it's yeah. This, I, I don't know when the best time would be to release something like that. But I mean, when you have just two teams left in baseball and you know hundreds of writers, right? With with not much to talk about besides what the other one is. Well, if about. the chop makes it on to national television, which it most certainly will come Friday night, they've done a pretty good job this year of keeping it off of national television. Yeah, they but. try a great, they try extremely hard to not comment on it. I mean, even when the place is rocking, yeah, they turn off the lights and all the phones are doing the chop. Yeah, like, the the Bill Plasky, Plasky, Plasky. Oh, Plasky. who had a worse week than that guy, dude? Jesus, Bill Plasky went down in flames. He deserves it. He's incredibly biased, dude. It's brutal. Well, he is. I mean, he's writing for an L.A. audience, but, I mean, look, here's the thing. Nobody was talking about Bill Plasky on the East Coast before Yeah. Before that, so I guess technically he would be doing his job. What do you think, dude, about the Astros? Like, I, I, the Astros are favored. They should be favored. I think so, yeah. Uh, but I, the Braves can stack up, I think. I think they can stack up. Honestly, I mean, I, 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 I think the Astros are probably a little bit better team than the Dodgers right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially with Kershaw out. Uh, we didn't have to face Scherzer twice. Max Muncy. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, and Turner going down. Yep. Um, but Astros are missing possibly their second best pitcher. Lance McCullers is out. He's yeah. Not, he's not pitching. He's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Braves rotation, I would assume, is going to be fully rested by the time. Yeah. Each, it's ready to roll. Yeah. 
So I, I, I don't know. I think Braves might be a little undervalued in the betting market. I think it's more of a flip them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I could see the Braves coming out and losing this thing. But this the way they've been playing, dude, they're the hottest team in baseball. I, I don't know how you could have them as like a heavy underdog. I, I think they're a little undervalued well, I to think me. What? Okay, so the Braves are unquestionably the hottest team in baseball right. over the last two months. And you could really even go back to, I think, August 3rd is the date that a lot of people are pointing to. And I believe, I believe 62 and 21 over, over their last, what, 80 plus. So I mean, that's a sustained record of being one right. of the best teams in baseball. That's not sustainable over an entire season, but they're red hot coming in. The Braves have not been red hot coming into a series until this year. Like they're right. never like this going into the playoffs. The Astros will have the worst rotation that the Braves have seen so far in the playoffs. The Brewers is huge. better. The Dodgers were better. But this is also the best lineup the Braves will play. That's true. And I do think that the ballpark in Houston, notably weird. The left field porch is extremely short. I do think the Braves could have an advantage some way. There. Braves hit a lot of home runs to left field, man. It just, it just even seems their like lefties, that. Yeah. Even their lefties are, can hit. Like Freeman and Albies should be able to use those Crawford boxes to their advantage. Let's even Jock Peterson. Here's, when, you, when you go down the check like you were just doing, I think the Braves had the better rotation. Pretty much unquestionably yes. right now. Yes, that's All a right. fact. Bullpen, ugh, that was kind of scary at the end there. But the Braves have yeah. got a good thing, man. Tyler Magic yeah. is rolling. Yeah, he's this rolling. This guy is incredible. Will right Smith now. looks awesome this past month. Yeah. I mean, knock he, on wood. Yeah, this past month he's looked awesome. He still must see TV, but he's he has looked awesome. He hasn't given up a save in God knows how long. And I still uh, think Luke Jackson like wasn't pitching that bad. I don't think so either. But Bellinger almost had to jump to hit that home run, dude. That was you know what weird, I mean, like you know, inside baseball guys were pointing to that at bat. Yeah, talking about how that doesn't happen. He don't, you don't swing under a slight unless you know that pitch is coming. Yeah, and it was a notable lot of people, that on the road in L.A. the Dodgers were tough with men on base. Yeah, especially with a man on second where you can see the signs. True. In Atlanta, it wasn't like that at all. And so when Bellinger hit that ball, that fastball that was up out of the zone. When he hit that, I mean, that, like... It's like you had to know a fastball's coming there. <laughs> it raised a lot of eyebrows, I'll yeah. say that. Nobody wanted to accuse them of anything, unless you can prove it, obviously. Well, we know the Dodgers, we eyebrows. know the Astros aren't going to be cheating, right? I, I don't know. You have to no. be ultra paranoid. And so, <laughs> that's another thing that's going to come up. It's going to come up. Now, whether it'll be in blogs or in actual serious gamers, right? and serious you know, journalists talking about it, it's got to come up. It's a talking point. I mean, it matters... And it will affect the way the Braves handle things on the road. They're going to be ultra paranoid but about I, it. But I think you shuffle around how you use those relievers based on the results, right? So I, I think you would use, at this point, Matzik in long relief. Matzik maybe— Matzik's uh, number one out the pen. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. But It feels like they've been bringing in Luke Jackson before Matzik. I think you should shuffle that around. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Maybe I, maybe use Luke Jackson in that eighth inning role if you got a lead, like— I, I don't want him pitching in one-run ball games if we can help it. You know what I mean? I, I don't like Luke Jackson when I have to keep him out there for at least three batters. Yeah. I would much prefer him in the middle of an inning where at least I can get out of this thing without having to make yeah. him go three batters. Yeah. And maybe maybe if you're in a jam, you need somebody with some stuff, you pull in Luke Jackson. Like, if he gives up a hit, he gives up a you, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't want him... You don't want him to be responsible for runs that he didn't... You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. don't want him... Putting a man on second and then somebody else giving up the hit because we just already seen that happen. Right. Like, I, I don't know. You don't 
for me, that would drive me crazy. And Snit's been under a lot of pressure already. You know what I mean? Well, he's answered the bell, hasn't he? Uh, I think he yeah. has, dude. He's made some play. Like, when they pinch hit Adrianza in the fourth for Ian Anderson in game six against the Dodgers. I mean, that worked out, but it's not like... That was a big-time move. That's a button press that worked. That's a button press that worked. You had a man on first with two outs and your pitcher coming up. That's not yeah. necessarily the time you would do it. I guess, dude, but... It- I felt like this should have been a gentleman's sweep. It should have been over with in five. And if, it could have been. They could have swept those dudes. Yeah, like I, I, I wasn't happy with a lot of decisions that Snicker made. Uh, like you go back to what was it, game two or game three? The bunt call, which was just right, insane, questionable. That was that was insane. You left Luke Jackson in the game when everyone they won that game. Yeah, they won that game. Uh, very lucky they won that game mm-hmm. too. Uh, you also left. I was texting you about this. The game they lost. The first game they lost. They left Luke. Well, they could have taken a three elite. Left Luke Jackson in the game very clearly for a batter too long. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I it, think everyone would tell you that. Yeah, everyone knew. So I mean, he's made some questionable decisions. If I God, I hope he doesn't make a questionable decision that costs them the World Series because then that's all I'll be able to think about for the offseason. You know what I mean? All right, let me ask you this. Let me. And first off, we should say let's give kudos to Ron Washington. He Straight held, up. he held Travis Darno on that ball that was in the corner. Darno was rounding third going home, and yeah. he would have been hosed. Yeah. Great play by Mookie Betts to get that ball. And the next batter, Eddie Rosario, hits what is likely the biggest home run, the big, probably the biggest postseason swing in recent Braves history, I would say at least the last 20 years. There can't, I can't think of anything bigger than that that ultimately led to them being in the World Series. I mean, yeah. that's pretty remarkable. Think about this guy. Eddie Rosario is the NLCS MVP. Heading into the World Series, they have a brand new weapon. Freddie Freeman's home run to put them into the NLCS comes to mind as well, but this one, the stakes were a little higher. You know what I mean? This as you did get, it. I mean, this yeah. that, that home run won it. Yeah. Because it ended up being, you know, the Dodgers came back and scored a run, but the Braves handling their business in six was a big deal heading into the World Series. To Absolutely. Be, to be pretty rested yeah. moving into it. Now, in Houston, they'll get the advantage of the DH. Jorge Soler back in the lineup regularly. Expect that. But you can't move Rosario out of the leadoff. Spot, no. Right? No. No. Rosario's so got, Rosario has to play what every it would game. Look like. I, I, I would think Rosario. I mean, you could do Rosario, Freeman, Albies. That's what they've been doing. Is that. I mean, then, then you're talking about Soler in the six hole, seven hole. I mean, that, that'll play for me. Yeah, yeah I don't mind work. that. Maybe even, maybe even like further down. You know what I mean? Uh, but I, you like having his power around that six, seven. But then where mm-hmm. do you put Dansby? Do you put Dansby at nine, eight? You know what I mean? Right. You like Dansby's speed at nine, right? Baseball guy. Yeah, well, I mean, look, Swanson hasn't been that great no. at the plate at all in the playoffs. But, man, he's been tremendous in the field. Not to be defensive guy. Yeah. That last he's also been pretty good on the base pass. I feel like he's stolen a couple bases. Yeah, you, know you, what I mean? like, you just feel like he's going to have a good at bat. You would yeah. hope. Darno has not been that great, but he also has strung together at bats. At he's least. been on base at Getting really some, important yeah. times too. Same he's with professional same with, at bats. Yeah. Guy. Same with Albies. Like Albies, other than one yeah, or two hasn't games, been that great. Other than one or two games, I mean, he's had some huge at bats though. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's been on base, and it feels like he scored the winning run like four times. I don't know if that's I don't know the stats on that, but like even at the, the yeah. game I was at, he was the one that scored one of the win- winning runs. He was on base whenever. Uh, I think he actually scored the tying run. I think you know he could mean? have a big series. I gotta really hope think. so. And I think that's one of the key matchups in this series. Which five foot seven second baseman? <laughs> which five foot seven second Who's baseman has up? a better series? Because Altuve hasn't been that great either yeah. in the playoffs, especially for his standards. Right. You that's go down the lineup, dude. There's not a hole. 
in either one of these no. I mean, lineups. I mean, Maldonado it is gonna be... for Houston is a near guaranteed out. Now, I say yeah. that he'll probably bet 600. Yeah, in the but Series. I mean, what I'm saying is these. it feels like there's going to be a lot of runs scored in, in the World Series. I mean, maybe these pitchers come out and just shut everything down, but the talking point is the bats for me, and I think you have to like your chances if you're a Braves fan with that rotation, dude. I think they've got the better rotation. I've, yes, they in do. In fact, I'm changing, I'm changing it from a pick. I'm, I'm picking the Braves to win this thing in six. What do you got? That's I mean, the I last thing I'll say on it. I can't pick against the Braves, can I? No. I probably should if I want them to win. I do think the Braves can win this series. I'll say Braves in seven. Braves in seven. I'll say Braves in seven. I don't like, I don't like Braves. I don't like this thing. I don't like the Braves if it goes to a seven game. We don't want this thing going past four. No. <laughs> we have to say this thing. Like if, if My hands get sweaty just thinking about that. Um, we'll wrap up on the Braves shortly, but I mean, there's plenty to talk about here still. I think, do you think that the, the narrative, I mean, this has been a big talking point. Is the narrative killed? Because everyone seems to think it is. I don't know. What if the Braves go out and get swept? Is the narrative that Atlanta sports teams can't win the big one killed? I don't know if it's killed. I think they got... No, it's not. But I think there was a large Dodger-sized monkey on their back that they knocked off, and I think that's yeah. what we're celebrating. But I, I saw a lot of Braves fans on like Facebook, like a, a lot of older people celebrating like we already won the thing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I wanted to post something like, hold on, guys, like time out. We still got to play One a more. better team. Yeah. Still got to play a better team. We haven't won it yet. So let's all... And in fact, they're underdogs again. They'll yeah. play in their third consecutive playoff series as an underdog. Right. I mean, what this team has overcome, it, again, it's not what we said at the top. But, this is no World Series team has arrived like this. But I will say this. We can look back now and say it, w- it wasn't a fluke that the Braves just beat the Dodgers. You know what I mean? They, no. were, they were clearly the better team in my mind. They, they weren't like... It wasn't like they just like upset the Dodgers. They were undervalued in the betting market there. So yeah. I don't think they should have been the underdog. Now, knowing now, I don't think they should have been. I don't think the Braves I thought just... they were always better than the Brewers. I did. Yeah. I mean, even going in, I thought they were better than Brewers. That was the easiest possible matchup round right. one. But yeah, it's like you said, getting the Dodgers off their back. That's huge. And going through them like, spare me the Dodgers not at full strength. The Braves haven't been at full strength all season since yeah. Marcelo Zuna beat his wife. <laughs> that's what. That's the last time the Braves. They're also missing possibly the best player in baseball. You know what I mean? And argue, other than Austin Riley, arguably the man that they had pinned their starting rotation hopes on no more than eighteen months ago, Mike Soroka, was a non-fat. He couldn't even walk in the locker room Which before is crazy. tearing his uh, um, Achilles. Again. The World Series, the the uh, World Series contender is going to add two All Stars next year, possibly. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, it's nuts. But boy, it does seem like, man, they've now arrived. They've gotten there. They've got to take advantage of it. Yep. I think it would be so huge, so huge to get game one. Like I said, eight straight losses now in the World Series. If they get down 1-0, 2-0, if they lose both in Houston, boy, it's going to feel grim coming back to Atlanta for Friday, Saturday. Sunday. Agreed. I think you got to win when Freed's on the mound. I think that is the, the X factor to the series is how Max Freed looks because he did not look good yeah. to me in this past series. I mean, first game, pretty good. You he know didn't what I mean? Look, what, you, he didn't look like Max Freed. Freed, but still, yeah. again, like that's how you know you got an ace on your hands. Yeah. When, you, when you can still grind and still scrape outs when you have C plus. Agreed. Stuff. But I mean, you can't go out and lose if the Dodgers, or excuse me, if the Astros throw out a bullpen game and we throw out Max Freed, like what just happened in that last right series. You can't lose that game. You, you're going to lose the series if you lose games like that. So you would expect that Morton, Freed, and even Anderson, who are we expect to go game three 
those guys in the first two, I guess Freed and Morton in Houston won't have to be pinch hit for it because right. the DH will be on play. So you would expect, like you would hope, that at least one of those two guys goes out and throws seven, like gets you seven innings of one run ball. Like you need one of those performances, but it's asking too much. You're gonna have to win games with five, six, seven runs. And do we know the rotation at this point? Do we know who's starting game one? Yeah, it's Chuck Chuck Morton game one. Chuck Morton Max game Freed one. Game two. Game two. Yeah. Damn, dude, you almost want. I know, I know I'm big Max, Max Free getting at bats guy, dude. You almost want to throw Max Free <laughs> at home so he can get up there and get some get some hacks in. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's the sixth or seventh best hitter on the Braves team. I've been saying it all year, dude. This Bra- guy, this guy gets up there and grind, grinds out at bats. They're not a home. normal National League team, no. Either like they usually you'd have somebody like Adrianza or Hermedia being the extra guy in the lineup when a DH comes around. Yeah. But now you have that fourth outfielder, Soler, Peterson, Duvall. Soler, Peterson, Duvall, Rosario, all four. Holy shit. We'll be in the lineup. I forget about Duvall and all this. Dude. Right. I forget about the Duvall and all this. Yes, there's a lot of Duvall and all this. That's crazy. So, Soler off the bench, then he would have to be. Because no, you've he'd seen, be in the lineup. You think? As the DH. No, 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 no. I meant coming back to Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess you, you would wait and see if Grinky is going to go game four. I mean, right. I, I guess you were lefty-righty at that point. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's nice to have Peterson off the bench, too, as a well, lefty bat. Duvall hasn't been, like, all that great. He had the, the solo home run, but... Yeah, going to be tough to sit him. Yeah. I mean, and, he, and he's played a really good center field, too, surprisingly. Has played oh, yeah. a really good center field. Um, Notably robbing a Dodger home run. That was huge. I think I'd like to see late in the game, if the Braves are up in any of these games, I'd like to see Contreras for Darno. That hasn't really been a thing, and Snickers been terrified to pull Contreras off the bench for fear of you know losing the only other catcher right on the roster. But Darno, like he's become pretty much a near guarantee to not throw a run yeah. out. And I oh, don't yeah. know how often the Astros will be stealing, but we have seen that in the past earlier this season where teams exploited the Braves. They were stealing. Yeah, what happened to him? I did not feel like it was something's up with his thumb. Still, it's not all yeah. the way back because he's not throw. It's not. It doesn't look the same. Yeah. He, I mean, last year it didn't feel like that. You know what I mean? It, I, I felt like really confident with him throwing down. It wasn't like he was one of the best defensive He wasn't catchers. a liability. Like, yeah. you wouldn't even think about it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But I, they've also used – this. that's huge for Soler coming back into the lineup because they also notably used Contreras as a pinch hitter in, like, the seventh inning, I think. No, which, not Contreras. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I took I took to Twitter about it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> in, this past, in this past series, they used Contreras in the seventh inning, which was, like – Nuts, and nobody said anything about it. It was crazy. You use your backup catcher. That's terrifying. Yeah, you use your backup catcher as a pinch hitter. It happened one time. They didn't. They didn't go to it again. But uh, I guess they had to, and they ended up winning that game. There's sure. a lot to hate about the Astros, but one of them is not their manager. It'll be fun to watch Dusty Baker with with the toothpick all series long. Like, yeah, he's a gym. Yeah. If he doesn't get a World Series ring, Ron Washington will. So that's one, that's one good the, to say. Yeah, one yeah. Of two of the cool guys in baseball will get a World Series ring. One of the two of them. Big win for the old school manager too. Big win. Big for win old for old school manager. manager. All these young cats. Yeah. And then you got old ass Brian Snicker and old ass <laughs> Dusty Baker, still stumbling, rumbling. But Dusty Baker with the wristbands is electric. All we the get- time wearing wristbands in the dugout is so nice. But the only downside of this Braves World Series is I, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but the Braves and the Hawks like cannot win on the same day. It's been years. Since that's happened, I noticed there's a correlation. In they Georgia cannot be good at the same time. Like the, the Hawks play Cleveland the other night as the Braves clinch and give away a game. It's it's it, as a diehard Hawks fan, it, it is a thing 
Look it up. I promise you, if the Hawks win a game, the Braves will not lose that. The Braves will lose that well, game. Then the and, Hawks better do their damn part. Yeah, they and go do their start part. one and seven, please. But that's all I'm screaming. And but that does scare me. If the Braves win the World Series, that means Hawks not making the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I'm terrified of. What I'm terrified of is I don't think there's ever been a Monday leading up to the Georgia Florida college football game in Jacksonville that has had less hype. Oh yeah. For a Georgia Florida game than this week, and that's well, obviously also, a lot to do with the Braves. It, it's a lot to do with the Braves, but also like you just don't even worry about Florida right now. You know what I mean? Which if is, you're... which is, this is when it happens. Yeah, this I guess. is when it happens. I we guess. said it all year. We've been pointing to this game, and now the Braves are in the World Series. It feels shady, dude. Something's up. <laughs> Something's amiss. Well, the, the other good thing is they can lose this game and still make it to don't the SEC. Say that. Well, they can lose the game and it doesn't matter, right? We'll talk about it more. John Carr Real Estate in Savannah. John Carr, the number one real estate agent in Savannah. 912-228-0916. Check him out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. JohnCarrRealty.com. Go like his page. Call him today if you want to learn more about selling, buying, or just want to learn more about the Savannah real estate market and the surrounding areas. We got a quota to reach by the end of the year, so let's get to it. Call our guy John today. Tell him the Hot Grits podcast sent you. And he'll hook it up on those listing fees. 912-228-0916. All right, the Dogs, 14-point favorites in Jacksonville in a non-neutral site game. It's not a neutral site because it's in the state of Florida. Yeah. So it's not fair. It's not equal. But Georgia will go on the road to Jacksonville to play the Gators, who are unranked. First time that this series has had a non-top 10, where both teams have not been in the top 10 since 2017. Whoa. So That's crazy. That guy. Yeah. Uh, Kirby Smart, all-time against Florida. 3-2. Eh. Eh. Not great. Going to be at 4-2 and two after this weekend. Hopefully. Going to be at 4-2 and two after this weekend. I can say that as like... You don't care who plays quarterback. Well, I don't, I don't care. No. I like Stetson Bennett. I like the name. Good name. Good face. Got a good face on him. And also, they're both the same person. Like, if you, if you mark them up next Since to each JT other. JT Daniels shaved his mustache. Yeah. His only defining feature. Yeah, they're both the same person. So, I, I'm not too worried about it. Whoever, whoever goes out there is going to throw 16 times, complete 10 passes, and throw four touchdowns. And they're going to roll. <laughs> right. They're going to roll, dude. So, I'm not worried about it. The only thing that matters about this game. It's a curiously low spread. 14 points compared to what other games against Georgia opponents. Like, they faced the number eight team in the country at the time, Arkansas. Yeah. And they were nearly 20-point favorites. Right. They faced Auburn. Well, it's a rivalry game. You know what I mean? So was Auburn. Yeah. Uh, eh. Is eight, it, that though? Was an, that was an 18-point spread. Yeah. Now I we're mean, down to two touchdowns? Like, this yeah. is a... Vegas thinks something's up. I think something's up. I, I, I don't. I think this game matters. I'm terrified of this one. I think this game matters in that if Georgia were to lose, that means they have to win the SEC championship to make the playoffs, whereas I'm still on... The boat that Georgia could run the table, make it to the SEC championship, lose to Alabama, and still make it into the playoffs. So that you're saying you think Georgia could lose twice? No, I'm saying Georgia could lose once and make the playoffs, including if they lose, to Alabama. No, just uh, to Alabama. So if they win this game, then they're pretty much in, in my mind, unless they just get boat raced in the SEC championship game. This is it, the last game that they can lose. That would be, I still think it would be a pretty bad loss. I mean, Florida yeah. four and three overall, two and three in the SEC. But compared to what's down the line, Georgia cannot lose to Tech or one of those no. teams. And that, that would be an awful loss. Right. Every other game remaining will be an awful all-time loss. Right. But Besides I don't see one. them losing any of those games. Besides this one, though. Yeah. Besides this one. And I think 
Look, if Georgia is in a tight game in the second half, it'll be interesting. They haven't been in one of those since Clemson. I mean, they, they haven't had to go four quarters. They haven't had to open up the playbook and let a quarterback win a quarter for him. They haven't had to do any of that stuff yet. And, I mean, they'll get guys back. Jermaine Burton's back this week. They'll get him back. Pickens is coming along. I still don't think George Pickens plays a snap for Georgia. For the year. entire year? Yep. I think he goes straight to the NFL. I still don't think he plays a snap. But there are whispers about him, at least. JT Daniels is practicing this week, and Kirby won't tell us who's starting. Like It's whoever has the best week in practice. But but Bennett has started the last three. And I've seen a lot of stuff where they're saying they're, they could use a two-quarterback system, and I think that is a terrible idea. Not going into Jacksonville. Like We remember what happened last year. When that Florida kicked their ass, forty-four to twenty-eight, I think that's a terrible idea. They need a—I mean, they need to have J.C. Daniels if they want to win the title. I still think that, but I, I don't know. I think that, they could win it with Stetson Bennett just because the defense the is whole so damn good. Yeah, I think. I'm, but also, like we've said all year, I think there's two good teams in college football: Georgia and Alabama, and then there's everybody else. So they I mean, might be all-time teams. Yeah, maybe not Bama, but right now Georgia's on pace. As an all-time team, at least six, the defense, six point six points per game. Yeah, allowed. That's obviously yeah. number one in the country. They're, they're. I wish I had the NCAA video game so I can line up the uh, twenty nineteen LSU Tigers versus this team. Go that offense versus this defense. You know what I mean? Ooh, that, that would, would be, be nice. fun. That yeah. would be nice. Joe Burrow has the Bengals first place. Oh yeah, AFC. Can you believe that? Joe Burrow's rolling, dude. He's a good quarterback. He's good at football. Confirmed. Confirmed. Uh, I okay. So I think Georgia's going to beat Florida. And I think JT Daniels starts. I like that prediction. I think Georgia's going to murder Florida. And I, you got him covering 14. Yeah, I don't think it matters who starts. So, all good. I think Stetson Bennett rolls out there, throws five passes, and they're like, eh, get this guy out of here. JT Daniels, you're good. But again, they're the same person. Doesn't matter. They're going to throw 16 pass attempts, complete 10 for like 150 yards and three touchdowns. Just like I said. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 23 10, Georgia. That's a wuss score. 23-10, Georgia. Nah. I'm going to say Georgia keeps them in single digits, dude. I'm scared of this one, Penny. Give them six points. Spooky. Around Halloween. Scary. Monsters. Statement game. Goons. Goblins. Statement game. Statement game. Coming off a of bye week. Extra yeah. rest. Yep. Dan Mullen's such a A lot cupcake. to like. A lot to like here. We already got rid of Dabo Sweeney. He's never going to be a good coach again. <laughs> we exposed that guy. Dan yeah. Mullen's next. Yeah. Agreed. Time to expose this clown. Because he stinks, dude. I really, really don't like him. Will Muschamp on Georgia staff, too. Former Florida coach. Maybe That's he true. has some insights because he was there 25 years ago. What about my Falcons, dude? You said they would never that you said they would never once be 500, and here we are. What was his name? What was that guy's name that uh, called me a homer? Chatham? Jason Chatham. I don't think about him every day, but clearly I do. The Falcons are 3-3 three and three somehow. That's in my head, man. After beating the Dolphins. Dude. We're three and three, baby. That seven and a half is starting to look. Hey, that seven and a half starting to look good, doesn't it? I gotta circle back. That seven and a half starting to look good, doesn't it? I got I got a solid amount of money on that, bro. I gotta circle back to college football quickly. Okay, go ahead. It, this is a gigantic week for my over four and a half wins for Georgia Southern. This is a must-win week now. We've approached. Like it's we. It's gotta happen now. And what's the record? What's the record now? Two and five. Oh, baby. Two and five. We got four chances left. Georgia State this weekend. Uh, I think Georgia State is a five-point favorite going into the game. Um, must win. Must win if the Eagles are to go over four and a half, and I'm not confident in it any longer. Well, see, the, the I'm thing— I'm terrified of it. 
the thing is, and I will have your back on this. I listened to that episode not too long ago, and you did say if they're not in position to cover that four and a half, once for would be gone. So one of those conditions has been met already. You know True. what I mean? I'm confident in that. So, so that's good. You're a hunt, you're one for one there. You know yeah. what I mean? But you got a like a solid chance to not cover this bet, and I will never let you live it down because you said this is a this is a surefire bet. You know what I mean? They'll play uh, six o'clock in Paulson Stadium next week. Coastal Carolina in Paulson Stadium. So back-to-back weeks, Georgia Southern's got to go one-on-one. And obviously, the much more winnable game is over Georgia State. I hate, hate the stuff that comes out of Statesboro for Georgia State week about, oh, it's not a rivalry. It's not a rivalry. It's not a rivalry. Why, then why do you care so much about who wins the game if it's not a rivalry? It is a rivalry. What's so wrong with saying it's a rivalry? You know what I mean? Like I don't understand what it takes to make it a rivalry besides that you hate when you lose to the other team. That's all it should take. Savannah State also lost this past week in Albany State. It messed up their SEAC conference winning streak, which was unfortunate, but they are still in position and possibly could play for a SEAC conference title at the end of the season. Um, really tough game for Savannah State, and Albany State's good. I, I think if there were betting lines on that game, that they would have been favored for sure, especially playing at home over Sean Quinn's Tigers, but... Again, I think it's remarkable just that Savannah State's in this spot and that they are, you know, still within reach of playing for a conference title and, and even possibly winning one. They might need some help along the way, but they could wind up playing for the whole shebang, which would be saying a lot for a Savannah State program that's been through, obviously, a lot over recent years. All right, we'll hear from a sponsor real quick, and then we will get to a hot ceiling watch. Also, Eric Baldwin in the news this past week. Uh, guns blazing. Weird story ahead. Stick with us. All right, Spencer. The Hawks one and one through two games of the season. We're recording Monday night, uh, and they are playing the Detroit Pistons right now. They're in the midst of a road streak, a road stretch where they play the Pelicans on Wednesday, the Wizards on Thursday, then at Philadelphia, um, and Ben Simmons uh, with the Kyrie syndrome. They're in Philadelphia on Saturday night. One and one right now. I'm assuming that your hawk ceiling has not regressed from last week's number one. Spot. No, it has not. If there was a number lower than one, I would go to that number. But you're going to stick with one. I'm extremely confident in this team, dude. Especially with your C's looking. I mean, just extreme, like an extremely mediocre basketball team. You know what I mean? Take one of those guys out. Still don't have Ben Simmons in Philly. A lot of basketball left. A lot of basketball left. Still don't have Ben Simmons in Philly. So there's two of the elite teams in the East. Uh, I'm down on the, the Heat this year. Uh, so that leaves Milwaukee and the Nets. Obviously no Kyrie right now. The Bucks are still not all the way healthy with Drew Holiday now out. Uh, yep. I guess he's day-to-day. Um, this is a five-seed team. I'm going to stick with the five-seed. <laughs> so you're staying one-seed. I'm staying five-seed. Yeah. It won't change all year. The Hawks are one and one. So small sample size. A lot of basketball yep. left. Yep. But I do think that – like. That all was an these, ugly loss. All these games, like if we, what we talked about earlier, if they do care about the one seed, which I'm not wholly, I'm not convinced that they care much between the one and the three. I don't know that they're going to expend a lot of energy caring about that. I don't know, man. They're a young team, and they still feel like they have a lot to prove. You know what I mean? Uh, so I, if I, that is the goal, they need like you. Even if it's early, you you got to win when you play the Wizards. Yeah, you See, that's win what I mean. When you play the Pelicans, that's like, what I'm kind of betting these. on. Is that I don't think the Bucks 
care at all about the one seed. I don't think at this point, especially after winning, they probably a title, shouldn't. I don't think the Nets care about it at all. I think the Hawks would care a great deal more than both of those teams. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like 50 wins, 55 wins means a lot to those young bros. And like those individual accolades mean a lot still to those guys. So I, I, I like the Hawks a lot to win a lot of games, or at least to try and win a lot of games. Um, they definitely need, if they want to make another run, they need home court through most of the playoffs, you know, I would think. You think that? Yeah. I mean, do you think, do you think that that's like a common thought though? Like, I don't know that a lot of people value home court advantage in the NBA playoffs period. Maybe uh, they used to, but I don't know that it's still that same way. I think it matters if you, if you're not Kevin Durant and LeBron James and Steph Curry. And Trey Young is most certainly not that. He's not those guys yet. So I think it definitely matters. You know <laughs> yes. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, dude, he could be a top five player at some point. You know what I mean? Are you da- that far down on him? You don't think he could be a top five player in the NBA? I just think like the, already this season, like it's kind of proven what I mean, he's a really good player and a dark horse MVP candidate most years, but he, uh, he, he'll never win one without more help than this. Crazy. It's not enough. Crazy. Never win a title or never win an MVP? A title. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why you say that. Should be prioritized because I mean it's not a knock. There are very they could have won one last. They very easily could have won one last year. You really think that? Yes, he got hurt. They do. They were outplaying the Bucks. I think the Suns would have beat them. I don't think so. I think they were a better team than Phoenix. I think they would have had a really, really good shot at beating Phoenix. Headline from NBC Sports. uh, I'm also down on the Sun. I'm the only person in the world down on the Suns. Yeah. So like, notably. Uh, yeah, Devin Booker's in, yeah. NBC Sports headline Monday afternoon. Hawks owner says Atlanta should be a top free agent destination. Here's part of the story. Hawks primary owner Tony Ressler doesn't understand why Atlanta can't be a top free agent destination. He told your boy Chris Kirshner of The Athletic. Always on vacation, Kirshner. Quote, how could we not be a true free agent destination? Ressler rhetorically asked. We think, I would argue, our facilities are as good as any. Our city is as good as any. Our roster is as good as any. Our investment, our dollars, our commitment to spend are as good as any. It makes no sense that historically this team has not been a top-tier free agent destination. And I think you have to earn that and make clear that this is a franchise committed to winning in every sense of the way, end quote. Like to hear it. Interesting. Also, shots fired at previous ownership. You know what I mean? Well, Shots fired. I think... What this is, this might be laying a little foundation work for what could be coming a month or two down the line if this team finds itself. Like, certainly if they sustain an injury to one of the top guys, yeah. you got to go make a move. You got to get rid of some of these assets because you can't afford to miss years in a window. If, say, a guy like Trey Young or John Collins goes down, you, got, you would have to make a move. I mean, what would the move be? If you, if you, you have enough assets where you could combine two guys to get another star. If you if Trey Young goes down, not like if he's down for the year, but if he's down for two months, yeah, three months, you can't afford. No, yeah, I'm w- I'm with that. If but they're also deep enough to where they could they could tread water with a Trey Young down for a couple months. You know what I mean? Maybe. But if Trey Young goes down for the year, you just try and get the best draft pick you can, and then make a move in the off season. I think that would be their game plan. That's what I would do. There's no way I would start. You would never part with a guy like Reddish. Not for bargain, not for bargain prices. I would sell high on a reddish. I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't move reddish to try and get, make some kind of run that would flame out. You know what I mean? I the only reason I would trade any of those dudes is if a disgruntled star became available. That that is the end of it. Period. I wouldn't trade him for a Marcus Smart. I wouldn't trade him for any of those dudes because, I mean, what's the point? 
Marcus Smart isn't yeah. gonna Marcus Smart I wouldn't put a player, you over the top. Yeah, a player like that's not putting you over the top or honestly making you probably any games better. But I think the reason this guy gives these quotes, that there is a reason why he's putting this out there. That well, yeah, has a I top mean, free agent, like there's something they've got to change the status quo is well, and you're I not going to trade it. for anybody that's going to become a free agent if you don't think that they're going to yeah. re-sign there. And so in order to set that sort of groundwork. True. I mean, it com- it'll come with sustained winning. That's what it'll come sustained. I think winning a lot of fans over and making a run last year went a long way towards being that team. You know what I mean? But they've got to do it more than once. You yeah, can't just they have need one. to go back. Exactly. They need to go back to the Eastern Conference Finals, I would think, at minimum. Well, because you got to remember, Miami Heat wasn't, the Mi- Miami wasn't a free agent destination no, before LeBron went there. But they did it. But they did it by, once. By way of winning. Yeah. Like, I mean, at some point, if you're just there every year, then you don't have to really True. go to the athletic and give quotes like this. Anymore. Yeah. It's a done deal. It's yeah. already a known thing. Speaking of uh, the Heat, they are one and one as well. But the whole East is, I mean, Chicago and Charlotte are atop the East right now. A lot of basketball left. Yep. Um, Hawks had an eh, so-so week. Uh, Alec Baldwin had a bad week. Alec Baldwin <laughs> had a bad week. He murdered a person. I don't think we can call it a murder, right? Uh, I mean, he killed a person with a gun. He killed a person with a gun. On accident. Ray Lewis got away with worse. I mean, if we're honest about it. I still don't know about the Ray Lewis thing. but Killed a man in Atlanta. Yeah. Killed a man. Yeah. Still don't know. Deer antler spray. Also cheated the game. Came no back deal. as a Christian. One of the great rebrands of all time. Mm-hmm. A Bullet crazy pr- Christian. Bulletproof, yeah. if you will. Not a crazy Christian, but like he's crazy and also a Christian. I don't want to anger my Christian friends here because I, I am a Christian. One of many. Hand up. Yeah. One of many. Yeah. Popular faith. Yes. Agreed. Popular faith. But he came back a crazy Christian person after murdering a person. I'd like to see what Alec Baldwin comes back, how he spins this. If he goes to rehab, you know, if he does something like that. Gun addict. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he just goes completely right wing. You know what I mean? He Remember, there were no the sex NRA. addicts until Tiger Woods. What's up? There were no sex addicts until Tiger Woods. That's, That's true. how he got out. Yeah. You can become a gun addict and just say it's chemical. A <laughs> uh, quote from the New York Post. According to Warrant, Baldwin was rehearsing a scene where he was due to pull the gun while sitting in a church pew and pointed the weapon at the camera. Uh, Hall, a, guy named, <laughs> a producer had given the weapon to Baldwin and yelled, quote, Cold gun, meaning the gun was safe to use in the scene. Uh, the gun had not been checked before it was given to Baldwin. And there's a picture of him in the New York Post that he looks like a guy that would shoot a woman in a church pew. Dude, I mean, he looks exactly why, like uh, on the set. Why of the movie are we using Rust. a real gun that can actually fire? I don't understand. Feels like we have, but remember, guns don't kill people. People, people kill people. People right, kill right, people. Right, right. Uh, so Alec Baldwin killed this person. Yeah, that's how this happened. It was not the the, it's not the gun's fault. It cannot be the gun's fault. Right. Death by gun has nothing to do with guns. Right. I don't get why this was a real gun. I like there's no convincing me there's a real reason. With all the CGI that we got, like all all the special effects, why are we using a real friggin' gun? And it's been so long since like new movies ha- have been bad enough where we're like, oh, that's not a real hit or that's not a real shot, or that guy didn't actually get shot by the like there are so many ways it yeah. feels like to do it. Besides using a real gun, just like use a Fisher, like a, a toy gun. Yeah. Well, also, like uh, when this first came out, people were just all over Alec Baldwin, just like he calling him a murderer. And I wanted to be like, no, 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 no. Uh, calm down. Lady. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, he did it, but not really his fault. Allegedly. But you, you read deeper into this. He's the executive producer. He's in charge. 
of this project project you know Ooh. what i mean that's tough dude tough look. that's tough and also like there was some clear negligence involved apparently they were being rushed along Curl like, the gun. yeah <laughs> apparently like they, they were, were out of their like, way they were being like forced to finish this project even though there is a strike like they didn't have their normal workers and there's a real gun involved starting to look terrible for alec baldwin i had you back at first alec baldwin hands up i like wash my hands of it can't do it anymore you look terrible here also you know Team America getting a lot of play this week Don't as well. Shoot people. Yeah, the, the movie Team America. You are worth the Tawik Baldwin. You are worth the Tawik Baldwin. You are worth the Tawik Baldwin. Matt Damon. Uh, Spencer, how do they find you? Find me on Twitter at Spencer Maddox underscore. Don't you dare forget that underscore. Trav, how do they find you? Take your ass to Coach's Corner this week and watch the Braves win a World Series. Take your ass to Coach's Corner. Get there now. Thirty sixteen East Victory Drive. You know how to get there. Game one Tuesday. Tuesday night in the TP. Wednesday night in the TP. Thursday, we rest. Thursday, we rest. We rest. Friday, Saturday, Sunday in, in the A. Tuesday, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there late night. Are you coming? TP? TP. Done. Deal. I'm in. I've, I've got poker to play, but then after I play poker, I'm going to be there. So if you're listening to this now, get to Coach's Corner tonight. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, get there. Tell them we sent you. Uh, it'll be a fun time. The Braves are about to win a World Series, and we are going to get them there. Come, get them over the hump. Come watch the young, handsome podcasters watch <laughs> the young, handsome Babe Ruth. And we'll just create acronyms all evening long. Uh, find me at Jadon Sports, the show at Podcast Grits. Thank you to our sponsors, as always. We'll see you guys for episode 90 of the Hot Grits Podcast. Episode 90 next week. Till then, stay safe. Wash your hands. You f- I was sent from planet Gyron to conquer the earth. I had a terrific plan. I thought it would work. Tried to get the earth rings all to kill each other, you see. But it all went wrong and now I must decree. You are worthless, Alec Bowen. You are worthless, Alec Bowen. You failed in every way and now my stock in you has fallen. Your career is stalling and you're worthless, Alec Bowen. That's why I blew your head off and your children are all boring. Planet Giron is inhabited with Zypods like me, but also with Balmax who are giant beasts. The Zypods and the Balmax are at constant war, so we wanted a new home and that's what Earth was for. But you are worthless, Alec Bowen, you are worthless, Alec Bowen. You fucked up my whole plan and now Giron is smeared with Balmac Powerin. Your garbage needs some hauling and you're worthless, Alec Bowen. Now I must return home a failure. I'm afraid the pit of Cryrock is calling.